This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Patriots Dynasty podcast, the podcast where we are reminiscing back in the day of the Patriots Dynasty era, 2001 onwards. Uh, I'm your host, Andy Brown. With me this week, both my brothers, Steve. How are you doing, bud? Oh, good. Me and Gus having the <laughs> best time, aren't we, Gus? Yeah, you know, that's right. You're uh, you're home by yourself this weekend. Mm, single dog dadding. Right, which is uh, why I got a drunken phone call on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, you jealous, yeah. Greg? Uh, one second. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> also one, with us. Give me one second, <laughs> baby brother, Greg Brown, <laughs> who is currently preoccupied because he has double booked and is. Uh, 10 minutes late to his fantasy football draft. So he is attempting double duty. So um, who'd you pick, Greg? James Robinson. So let me explain this too. So they, the, the, the commissioner of this draft is inept. So they don't know how to do sleepers or want to name name keepers. No, okay. they don't know how to do keepers. So they, um, they just sent us a list in a text message and say, don't draft these players till it's your turn. <laughs> it has to, and it's like, everyone has to like double check the list. And then oh, if you pick them, they tough. have to like pause the draft and like start. It's like, it's an, oh. it's a shit. So I just go through and be like, oh, I want this guy. Oh, no, he's already on the keeper list. You oh. know, it's, it's so confusing. Brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, tough. yeah, it is a, it is a confusing time. Um, I think we are dedicating this episode to the jersey Gregory is wearing and the man behind it. Uh, we lost David Patton this week to a motorcycle accident. Uh, and so this one goes out to him because he is an awesome guy. And I recommend listening to the Pats from the Past episode that was literally came out like a couple weeks ago. And it was with him and it was, he was just like the happiest dude to the point where it made me send him an email being like, thanks for doing that. Cause it made me smile. So tough break, but we get to relive them because we are back in 2004. This is week six against the, who is it? Steve Brown Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks, um, who coming into this game page is obviously What's up? Just go on the website, look at his highlight. David Who? Patton has the sickest highlight in this game. It's actually oh, yeah. the only gif you rift from this game so far. First, yeah. The first go around when you only did one per game, just get one on there. Yeah. Catches a little bubble screen inside the five, holds it like a loaf of bread, sick ass <laughs> stiff arm, and just dances right by it. It just, yeah, waltzes into the end zone. Yeah. Swaggy P. So yeah. So swaggy. Definitely the highlight. Anybody have a favorite uh, David Patton moment? It's got to be the three touchdown indie game. That's a well. I, I was gonna say the sneaky, the the miracle in champagne. Oh, that might be one right. of the best catches that we've seen. That is. I was trying to rack my shit. brain to think of like a pure catch yeah. in a, in an important moment that was better than that catch, and yeah. nothing came to mind. I mean, and the obvious one drag, is the one in the Super like Bowl. Rubber pellets. Yeah. We talked about this. How they yeah. just put that new rubber pellet field in. Right, right, right. You can see it in the orange end zone because they're playing yeah. the Illinois. Yeah, that's right. And you watch it live and you're like, no way. There's no yeah. way you got two feet. But then no, you replay not even it close. and it's just like one of those ones where the second foot is just like doop, right yeah. on the line. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Dotted the eye, I believe they say. Yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah, was fantastic. A call, that's a great one. And um, the commentator calling that is awesome too. He goes, one, because he's counting the feet. He goes, one, <laughs> two, six. <laughs> <laughs> that was 2002 week 10. Um, so a rough season overall, but not in that game. That was a fantastic comeback. It was a sweet game. So, yeah. So you can find that on the website if you want to reminisce. Um, I think 
Uh, the obvious one is his catch in Super Bowl 36, the only offensive touchdown the Pats scored, which looked exactly like the one the week before against the Steelers, remember? That oh, Bledsoe yeah. threw him. So they they pointed out, somebody pointed out online this week that um, David Patton caught Drew Bledsoe's last playoff touchdown and Tom Brady's first. Ooh. Pretty good, right? I love pretty that. good. Yeah. I love that. Yep. Uh, also, sneaky good game was the snowball. Yeah, remember yeah, he yeah, caught yeah. literally everything, and like every catch was from his knees because he kept falling over. As we said on that episode, though, some of those could not have been, maybe not have been catches, just because they hit the snowplow bank in front of him. And oh yeah, no idea. You never knew, you know. But he was still scooping them up. He was scooping them. That's yeah. a good question. Is that considered the ground? I don't know. Because I mean, rain isn't right. Yeah. Right, but. But then, uh, but I, you think like if if, <laughs> so if like an if incomplete pass, pass over the, the snow, snow can you scoop it up as a fucking live ball? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going <laughs> to ask. Not. No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. So I think those are probably the most memorable plays. There might be more coming. Uh, we're not sure. How long? And like he... he's he's an unbelievable player too because he's he was undrafted. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a journeyman too before he landed he on the a, Patriots. Didn't he play at like a CFL or something? Arena. Yeah, oh, arena football. Arena. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, he was on the Bears for a while, wasn't it? Bears? No, he he, he was undrafted yeah, he in '96. He went to the Albany Firebirds Arena League, and then he played for the Giants for two years. Giants, that's who it was. Uh, the Browns for one year, and then he signed with the Pats and won yep. three Super Bowls <laughs> in four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he signed with them in '01, and yeah. then went to. I was actually looking into this to see, like, because. I think that's one position where you get way, it's way less frequent that you get great players undrafted. Because mm. I think wide receiver is like a very physical yeah. position. So it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. measurables really matter. True. Less so. Yeah. So I looked it up and like, what are the best undrafted receivers ever? Oh, we talked about one. Um, who was it for the Broncos? Rod Smith. That's who it was. Mm. He's yeah, number yes. one. Yep. Wasn't Wayne Corbett also on Wayne Corbett was Ooh. number three. Wes Welker was number two. Victor oh, Cruz right. of UMass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And Miles Austin was number five. So, I mean, Miles Austin, his stats are pretty comparable to David Patton for a oh, career. Is uh, AB on that list? Uh, he was not on this list. So, maybe it's an older article. I don't know. Yeah, he's was he not drafted? drafted? Huh. And he had some big seasons in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I would imagine he'd be like top of that list. Yeah. Not All right. At this point, my pick's coming up. You guys want to help me with this next one? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Give it to me. We got Greg. Okay. Who's this on PPR? Your team right now? <laughs> this is PP. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in four <laughs> leagues. I have great. no idea what any of them are. Yeah. Right. Half point is like the standard. We'll call it half. Yeah, we'll call it half. I have Devonte right. Adams as my first rounder. James Robinson is my second because, you know, the injury to what's-his-face. Okay. So, let's see. I can get – nope, that guy's – I got to go check. Darren, <laughs> check your Mike list. Mike Evans. Right? Oh, Mike Evans just got picked. <laughs> Alan Robinson. George uh, Kittle. I like George Kittle. I like George Kittle. The third round pick, though, is too early. Keenan uh, Allen. This would be some Adam good. Thielen, Robert Woods, Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett. So you're That's definitely going wide receiver here? Is that the deal? I mean, George Kittle is like a wide receiver. He puts I know. Wide what I'm saying. Number. I'm taking Kittle, Steve. No? Taking right. Kittle? All right. Yeah, take I would, Kittle. I would have taken the... Who? Allen Robinson? Yeah, I like Allen Robinson. He's he pretty is good. pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's no yeah, Kittle. You can put a little trust in field, so it like, would be good. And Robinson is... By far the best receiver on that team. It's not even close. Yeah, I know. I know. Also, Steve thinks um, Tannehill's overrated. Oh, yeah. Draft him. yeah. I actually drafted <laughs> Tannehill, and then I dropped him and picked up Mac Jones. Job. <laughs> I hope that's true. All right, Andy Robinson. Well, it's definitely Kittle. true. Kittle. And it's a league where you only get three transactions all year, so I use one of my three transactions to get Mac Jones. That is stupid. Fucking, yeah. That's, that's a dumb league and a dumb move. Yeah, that was the dumbest. You're the king of running dumb leagues, buddy. (laughs) That's true. Can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about this fantasy episode. I guess so. The only thing I really remember from playing in your fantasy league, Andy, Mm. was the 
Cardinals kick returner being the top point scoring player in the league. All right, that was a rookie mistake, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I play, no. Ryan's uh, Ryan's story we've had on the podcast made that similar mistake where he, there was too many points for uh, kick return yards. Yeah. He did the well, no, you, you know what the mistake Andy's was? giving out kick return yard points. Yes, that was the mistake. <laughs> so it just didn't do the standard scoring. <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens to the best of us. And the Cardinals sucked at the time. So they were of course always they did. getting the ball yeah. kicked to them because yeah. their defense was just exactly. a sieve. Yeah. And like this dude was just, he was like decent, I guess. But he yeah, he's okay. so many opportunities. It was ridiculous. And I was great. Like, remember Mike Mello's team was just all returners. Yeah. <laughs> Which hilarious. is exactly what I did in Ryan's stories, Lee, because I figured <laughs> out before the draft. So I drafted them all and was getting heckled mer- mercilessly and then went undefeated in the regular season. Cool. Cool league, Andy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Very after that, it was great. After that, it was fantastic. Your draft strategy. I don't know. I'm going to take the kick returners on the worst teams. <laughs> I'm really getting in the depth chart. Who's returning the kicks for them? Yeah, it made you learn about football, Steve. Jets You're welcome. Punt returner. <laughs> put him on my bench. Berrios. So who? Braxton Berrios. He's from the Pats. Was he around? Miami. From around here? No, he's from Miami. I think he's from North Carolina, actually. Oh, so when you say from someone, around someone here, I work around yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some my work with like went to high school with him. Oh, all right. Said he was a bitch. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> speaking of speaking of which, uh, we have a new drop, Greg. Um, I was uh, setting it up uh, to, before you jumped on, and Steve, I, I had a couple, and Steve wanted me to go with this one. Tune in next week to see how much of a blubbering little bitch Greg is on the Patriots <laughs> Dynasty podcast. What the hell? I don't what know. But those that? are your words. It's Couldn't Greg, tell everything's you. recorded. You keep forgetting this. Yeah, everything is recorded. I don't remember that. Yeah, but no one listens nope. to it, Steve. That's the thing. <laughs> well, now, it's like when a tree falls in the forest. <laughs> At least we get to listen to it. Over Those words are never said if no one hears them. <laughs> and yet, we have them. Uh, all right, speaking can, of football. Can we, do a, well, can we do like a little round table of our like biggest pet peeves about fantasy? All right. like you clearly have something on the mind. Go on. Yeah, well, I yeah, think yeah. everybody has like you enjoy fantasy, but there's a piece of it. Uh, mine is that it. I I can't. I couldn't enjoy watching football the same. Mm, that's a good one. Because I had to worry about like who I had and like who the other who I was playing mm. against had. And that's what yeah. See, and mine yeah. is the opposite. I watch way more football. I watch it anyway, though. I went from going from one Patriots game a week to like let me park my ass in front of Red Zone every Sunday. Hmm. And then also watch the Patriots. Now we're, we're like tripling my time commitment. That's true. Yeah. And I honestly don't give a fuck about anybody at the Patriots. Right. No, me neither. So I've just stopped playing fantasy. Actually, you know, I haven't stopped why... playing fantasy. I've just, I, it's now my new investment strategy too. I just, I draft and then I forget that I'm in the league and I don't check it for six weeks. Oh, you're, you're yeah, one of my pet peeves, Andy. Yeah. I see? won. I won my only, the only time I've ever won a league was last year. Doing that. This is so why I code the worst. I, I set the team, but I don't do anything else. I, it's me and three other owners, so I don't actually have to do anything. Somebody so else damn. is going to make that waiver wire pickup and start that guy and manage. I just, I, you share a team with the three guys four ways. It's the best. Yeah, but do you have to like? I did that once with someone for my work, and he would. He'd come to my desk and be like, yo, which defense should we pick up? And I'd just be like, I don't give a shit. Just pick one. And then he'd just be like, well, well, you know, the Bears or, or the Dolphins? I'd be like, dude, I just said, I don't give a shit. Oh, so no, like, maybe here, here's the secret. Him, but I don't, I here's the it. secret. Uh, and I started doing this to my wife before she caught on, uh, but it took her a few years. She would ask me, actually, I used to do it with Mike Mellows where I, I started it originally. Um, but they ask you your opinion and you just pick one at random and you always pick one at random with no reasoning behind it. So even if they say why you say, you just shrug at them and say, I don't know. Mm. Cause you told me to pick one. And eventually they learn to stop asking you because mm. they know you're picking one at random, which is even worse than not picking. That sounds like a losing proposition in the long run, Andy. Nope. Worked out. What if you really do have an opinion though? Yeah, there you go. Well, then you can give your opinion, but well, you won't even get asked. Well, that's fine. I don't want to get asked. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I rarely have an opinion. If I have an opinion, I'll let it be known. You don't have to ask for my opinion. I think you both know that. You're going to get it regardless. I don't care about your opinion, Andy. Kelly's Kelly's got a team this year. You want to know what her team name is? Oh, boy. Yes. Smell my punt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah. What is your team name, Greg? Smell smell my wife's punt. (laughs) (laughs) Smell Kelly's punt. (laughs) System of a brown. You wanted to. (laughs) I had the same fantasy football name for a decade. Yeah. You want to Steve Lynn Browns? (laughs) That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's funny you say that is because that's why I did that work team because the co-owner was Steve. Mm. Oh. So our team name was, I really only did it so we could name our team that. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, co-managing is a shit. You just got to uh, get more managers, Greg. That way you have four people and that guy can go ask somebody else and you don't have to care, you know? It's nice. Yeah. We have a whole, yeah. we have our name. We have a, it's called Burtson Brown and Associates. We have a logo. <laughs> Oh God! We we like propose trades like we're a law firm. We have a letterhead. We fucking draft it up, send it over to them. You know. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah. The only team I co-managed with was with Ryan, and that's because we were both running the league, and it was garbage. Oh, you run a garbage league, Andy? Shocker! <laughs> oh no, the team. I run a garbage team. I run oh, a fantastic God. league in the in the league. Yeah, yeah. The, right, the, the team finished game? bottom. Huh? Let's get into the Seahawks game. All no, right. my pet peeve. What's your pet oh. peeve? Uh, the group chats. Oh God, I've never actually had one that had an actual group one. chat. Oh, I, the group the group chats are brutal, dude. That's why I stopped running a fantasy football league is because nobody would participate except for me. Mm. And I put a shit ton of effort See, into running a league. When I do my shit talking as as the law firm as Burtson Brown Associates, we do it very you know formal. You know, I like that. Less group chat, more memo. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I like that. Yeah, all via email. I might steal that e- that idea. Yeah. I have a I have a work email signature that I can just drop to it. It's a fucking yeah. Burton Brown Associates Steve. email signature. It's not bad, Steve. Yeah. I'm impressed. Scott did the logo and paint. It has it's ridiculous. It has a uh, McGirt the golfer's fucking sweaty ass face in it. It has some tigers, and then in the bottom corner it says ampersand ass. <laughs> a little dot. Uh, Andy, can you make me one if I make one of my team names hey. something like a <laughs> law firm? Yes, of course. You just let me know what you need. We're right. eating dirt. That's what we do. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> All right. Speaking talking of your, ass. talking to your girlfriend again, Steve? No, Gus is eating fucking dirt. Well, dog's gonna dog, dude. Yeah, right. I know, I know. That's why we have a plant on the floor. It's our fault. Yep. You 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 walked right into that one, Steve. Fucking Actually, dirt muncher over there. <laughs> Speaking of dirt munchers, Seattle Seahawks 2004. Uh, Mike Holmgren, definite dirt muncher. Mm, that mustache. He right. looks like a walrus. He does. Yeah, yeah definitely. Very walrusy. Yes, absolutely. What, what a whales eat. What, what a whales eat. The, um, the small little plankton. Plankton. He's a plankton eater for sure. <laughs> Mike Holmgren. He just opens his gullet and just lets shit <laughs> flow into it. He's like, chew it right. <laughs> what are they? They're not, uh, they're not gills or something yeah. like that. Just oh, the baleen, yeah, no, the baleen. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's got on his face. Baleen. Uh, so, out of the three of us, which one of which one of us do you think is married to a preschool teacher that knows all the names to the parts of a fucking whale? <laughs> oh boy! All right, yes. Yeah, so, um, Mike Holmgren and his baleen, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, never, uh, Mike Holmgren never beat um, the Patriots. Really? Which is not a surprise because I felt like this team was ill prepared for this game. Like they came out. I I think even um, Holmgren said like at halftime is like, oh, we came out jumpy in the first half, which is the reason they were down twenty to nine or twenty to six. Did he coach longer in Seattle or the Packers? Packers, the Packers. Yeah, he yeah. was there for a while. He believe it didn't win. They had some talented teams. I mean, Sean right. Alexander, sneaky great. They and made the a Packers Super Bowl. Is there with Favre yeah. and all them. They made a Super Bowl. Seahawks. Yep. They yeah. lost to they lost to uh, Big Ben. Really? Yeah, I think it was 05. Uh, right, right five. after the pick. Yeah, thirteen and three. Yeah, it was because yeah. Roethlisberger loses this year as a rookie. All right. So mm-hmm. next year they make yes. the. But yeah, he won the Super Bowl in Green Bay in '96 against the Patriots, right? 
and then made the Super Bowl the next year too. Uh, is that the year they lost to Brett Favre? No, not Brett Favre. Um, John Elway and the Broncos. <laughs> All right, I'm on the clock. Sorry to interrupt. I'm on the clock. <laughs> Who you got? Uh, your options. My options are Odell Beckham Jr. or Cooper Cup. ODB. Yeah, I'm on. I'm ODB. Yeah. Cooper Cup could be fucking good though. Yeah, I don't think. That's I think Stafford. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is going to be a, the better. Quarterback. I just think that. All right. I'll trust you guys on this one. I would have taken Cup, but I think the, I think the Rams are overrated this year, especially offensively. They just if they get know. hurt, if they get injuries, they got nothing behind it. Well, they got Sony now, though. I know he's so, a good draft pick. I like Sony. So maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, more about these. <laughs> you you good, Greg? I'm good. Thank okay. you. <laughs> more about these. Uh, Mike Holmgren, Seahawks. Um. This is the year that they traded for Jerry Rice. And this is the year that Jerry Rice finally sucked. Yep. <laughs> 25 catches, 360 yards. He didn't even uh, on the season. Game. No, I yeah, I don't I didn't even see him. Um but this was like I, I thought the this was a game on Fox too, because it's an NFC team. And I thought the commentators were like pushing real hard for this to be Seattle's opportunity. Like they, this is this is their coming out party against the the champs and I guess they had a heartbreaking oh. loss the week before where they were up 24-7 at the half against the Rams and they ended up losing 33-27. No, I can't even get in the conversation so early because they were terrible, but I have a note in all caps. Did Fox jinx the Yankees an investigation? So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Will we? Uh, let's get into it right now. <laughs> All right. Because the time of this game is pretty important. The, the, what day is it? So this game happened on Sunday, October 17th, 2004. And Gary, can you tell me um, what may have been happening around that time? On, uh, on, on the middle night? of October in 2004? Perhaps not in this sport, but in another one. Oh, and Fox was also happened to be broadcasting in that night on 2004, the same channel. Correct. Oh, so the game tonight that they mentioned ad nauseum because oh, dude, it's Fox, and so nauseum. So Fox in these days was all about uh, any football game being just a, a really long commercial for whatever baseball game they're going to broadcast. But the game they were broadcasting that night, I think seven thirty, was game four. Of the 2004 oh. ALCS. Oh, it's the best one. It's it's coming oh, right off the, the Red one. Sox. Remember the yeah, game? Red Sox trying oh, yeah, not to get swept. Ridiculous. There were so many bullshit ass references to how much the Red Sox suck. Yep. In and how they did suck. Patriots game. They did suck. They well, they had just lost 19 to 8 the night before. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, there was a lot of um here we go. Uh, the one quote that I wrote down, Steve, was, I don't know if anything can really ease the pain of what the Yankees are doing to the Boston Red Sox in the ALCS, which you'll see tonight on Fox. But, you know, the pages have won fucking 20 games in a row. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Because so it's I, true. I mean, like, right. if, any, if that would be happening right now, I would say this is just embarrassing. You know, like, yeah, no, that, that was perfect part of it because no one saw that coming. No, it was so over years. the top, though, of like, it's a done deal. The Yankees are fucking... Yeah. It was a done deal, yeah. Steve. It was I a think done deal. No, no team had ever come back from three three games I down. I get that, but man, they fucking laid it on yeah, yeah. thick. It was on thick. Yeah. It was every As five they minutes they're referencing it, and you're just like, okay, we get it. Like, yeah. isn't there a football game going on right now? <laughs> I mean, not in the first half, no. Um, but yeah, uh, there, there was one person who would disagree with you, Greg. And I tried to get him on, on the pod, Malar. Uh, but it was, it was a late, uh, I only realized it late. So I, I couldn't uh, get a hold of him, but no, your father, Mick Brown. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, I, this, I remember this day because we were watching this Seattle Seahawks game and we're shooting the shit about the Red Sox. And he turned to me and says, if you're going to break an 86 year, 86 year curse, there's, only one way to do it, and that's to come back from three games down to the Yankees. 
and to win that series and then win the World Series. So Mick, Mick Brown, Brown is like British Babe Ruth just calling a shot. He literally called it in in the middle of this game that we're we're recapping today. So yeah, I tried to get him on, but I'm, I guess not impressed. I'm not impressed, dude. People say that shit all the time. <laughs> it's like the dude that goes like, "Yo, this one's going out of the out of the park when someone gets the bat." And does it like six times a game, and then finally it happens. Like, dude, I called that. I called that. Right. It's like, but except yeah. you know who your father is, and he's not exactly the uh, yeah. He would have the prognosticator. It's not like he believed that. He wouldn't have put money on that. I don't know. You'll have to ask him. I'm not going to speak for him. <laughs> he definitely didn't on. believe the Red Sox were going to win. I don't know. You'll have to. You'll have to bring that up with him. Well, the commentators believe that Roger Clemens is the goat. They were talking seriously about him being the best baseball player of all time. Yo, I'm taking this is the Harris. hyperbole I'm talking about. <laughs> Yo, Damian <laughs> Harris. Wait, hang on. <laughs> do it. I fucking Damian do Harris. I'm taking him. Do you, it. You're going to him that early. You, fifth round. Fourth pick. Do it. Fifth. Pick. Yeah, I ha- I need a second running back. It's my fifth pick. Who else is out there? Who Chase cares? Edmonds, Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin. Raheem Mostert might have a good year. Leonard Fournette. These are all fucking schlubs. Garbage. Dumpster you know fires. You know what that Kareem means? Kareem Hunt or... What does that mean? Moisture, feed me. You know? Feed me, Harris. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, I'm hyped to get Harris. All right. Uh, speaking of good Patriots running backs... Well, can we go back to the Red Sox one second? Because this will be a story for Steve. Is I had gym class with Jeff Carr throughout this this time period, this series. And we were both huge Red Sox fans at the time. And like every day we'd come in like, man, this sucks. This sucks. And then they'd win. And then you'd come in the next day and be like, oh, maybe a chance. And then the <laughs> next day at school, you'd team in and be like, dude, two in a row. We could do this. And like just the building of like enthusiasm throughout the week. Oh, yeah. Like before like social media, you know, like that was something yeah. that I miss is like the old school, like, everyone gets to school and talks about the game from the night before. Like that right. was just such a cool thing to experience. Like being in high school when they did, that was awesome. Well, now you have your uh, fantasy football group chat. So you're good, Greg. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now I get angry about it when people, <laughs> yeah, how the world has jaded me. <laughs> oh God. You just hate technology. Mm-hmm. A Luddite. A Luddite indeed. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, Steve, did you have trouble with your computer today logging on? No, nah, I just had to restart this one. Oh, interesting. I thought I was the only one that had technical problems. Well, he wasn't late because of it, quick. though. You know, I gave myself a little buffer before the episode started because yeah. I knew you were going to be late anyway. So. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so there's a guy you know who was late because he was... goddamn draft in the parking lot of Domino's <laughs> with your phone. Right. It's Domino's fault, dude. They told me 717 would be ready. Was not ready at seven seventeen. How dare that. they? How dare they? On Labor Day, no less. On Labor Day, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Should file a complaint. That's some poor laboring. Yeah, oh, man. <clears throat> Guy asked me my name three times too. I was like, "How dare you, Greg?" <laughs> the quarterback of the Seahawks' time, Matt Hasselbeck, which they he's like Ryan Fitzpatrick, where. Where'd he go to school? Where'd he grow up? You know? Oh, yeah. New England, they, baby. They blew that storyline just yeah. over and over. But yeah, he's coming home, but sick, he wasn't uh, getting a hometown mini- reunion. <sighs> Do you see that clip of the mini green monster he had in his, his yard in his driveway? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That thing was sweet. It wasn't, though. It was a fucking, it was a fence painted green. Dude. Come on, dude. That thing was sweet. In his it wasn't. Yard, it wasn't nearly as cool monster. as the van we painted. I mean, that's how you know he's like legit. You're a hater, Andy. Yeah. What do you? Well, how you hate not Matt? I mean, Matt fuck Matt Hasselbeck. What? That's why. Why? What's wrong with Matt Hasselbeck? I got. Yeah. I got no reason. I, I can just say fuck whoever I want. This is my podcast, dude. The dude has a fucking mini monster. <laughs> you over here shitting on him? Yeah, dude. He was such a whiny little bitch in this game, dude. He went to Zaverin. What? I don't know. Isn't that like a famous fucking high school he went to like football? Or something? I don't know. No, the high school football. Oh, uh, I think that's like a big one in that area. Sure. And he played decently well in this game. He was running around like he's pretending to be Brett Favre in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, decently well. What about Tim Hasselbeck? Do you like him, Andy? 
Yeah. Do you like any of the Hasselbeck bros? No, I'm not a big fan of the Hasselbeck family in general. What about Grace Elizabeth Hasselbeck? Oh, she's the worst. Who is she? <laughs> what about Isaiah Timothy Hasselbeck? <laughs> Isaiah's cool. Those are Tim's children. All right. Because <laughs> his brother went name? to Boston College too, right? And then did he play in the NFL? Uh, maybe it's like I know they were like a football family. Yeah, he played yeah. four years for who? Uh, Philly, Washington Giants, Arizona. Didn't really start though, right? He attempted 177 passes his whole career, all in one season. Oh boy. <laughs> so, okay. So he's that guy. Poor Tim. Yeah. He's like you, Steve, like just the least <laughs> athletic of the brothers, <laughs> <laughs> but the coolest. <laughs> well, Andy did say he liked Tim more than. There you go. Wait, so isn't what he's uh, saying is Andy likes me more than you? Is really what he's saying. Oh, there's that's actually a third. There's a third. The forgotten Hasselback, Nathan. Oh yeah, that's definitely Steve. Nathaniel, um, sorry. Nathaniel. <laughs> oh boy, wasn't there? Uh, was it one of the Hasselbacks that started like um, like an app that was supposed to tell you like what the best time to pee during a movie was? I think that was a Hasselback. I think it was Tim. What? Her, Best right, time let's to get pee. Back to the game. Let's yeah. get back to the game. Golly. Like at a movie theater? Because couldn't you just pause it? No, like at a movie theater. Run P app. Yeah. Run um, P app. Yeah. Well, how do they decide what's the best time? Uh, when there's the least amount of action and like the least amount of plot stuff happening, which is like the filler stuff. Okay. Um, I feel like that's most movies. Just pee whenever you want, buddy. Apparently not. Uh, you guys continue talking. I'm going to find out who, who uh, did this. Speaking of movies, are you going to see Dune, Steve? No. Why not? I don't even know what Dune is. I don't really watch movies. Oh, it's like a Star Wars. It's like one of the original sci-fi books. Yeah, I know. I'm like, really like, okay. I just read it. What did you awesome. think? I loved it. Hmm. Yeah, reading it was a bit. It was a bit meandering at times. Mm-hmm. And they got like somewhat pretentious overall. Yeah, it was. Amusing. Yeah, there's all this philosophy bullshit in it, which I wasn't. I could have done without. But the world building, as they say in the sci-fi community, was excellent. <laughs> you know, it was a fucking beast that we haven't even talked about, and we're like an hour into this. Probably, maybe even the best player on the Seahawks, Sean Alexander. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That guy flew under the radar. Hardcore, yeah, dude. He won an MVP, yeah, and he set an NFL right. rushing record. Yeah, wait, no, he didn't. Pretty sure he had the NFL rushing record at some point. It was broken soon after, but for a couple of years, he had the most yards. Oh, before Priest Holmes, maybe, right? Yeah. Isn't him and Priest Holmes mm, are going back? We already talked about this in this podcast, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it sounds familiar. No, his most yards were 1880. Yeah, maybe nothing. Still, that's a shit ton of yards. Like two thousands were the the and and leading the way for him, the fullback Mac Strong. Oh Whoa. yeah, there was some good uh, there was some good oh. names in this team. Mac Strong, dude. Mac Strong, the fullback. Wait, is it Strom or Strong? Strong, like Strong, strong. Like, yes. yeah, like Jack. I don't I even, like that. I don't know how you get a better name than that for a fullback. Yeah, Mac Truck. Yeah, like literally, what else could he be, could he do as a job? Max Strong, a bouncer, maybe. Wasn't there a Heath Evans sighting in this game, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On special teams, he fucking laid some dude out and they highlighted twice. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like the wedge guy in the uh, on the special teams. On so the he's sitting return. behind Max Strong, and Belichick saw his special teams tape and then said, You know, we need to get this guy on the team. No, other way around, he was on the Patriots before, really. Yeah, he was uh, at the beginning, like when we first started doing this, he was like the weapon. That uh, shows you how much attention I play. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Shocking. Um, At least I'm watching Greg. Hmm? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. I was looking at Max Strong. (laughs) <laughs> in two, I'd ask about his stats. I don't think he has any. He's a fucking. No. He's a bit he's, of a, He suffered a herniated disc in his vertebrae in, in a game against the Steelers. The injury was yeah. said not to be life-threatening if Strong discontinued his playing of football. 
Okay. But did he? Yeah, he retired. Okay. All right. Yeah. Jesus. That's what I was hoping it was like. He continued playing. Right. The <laughs> gave the doctor a wedgie. <laughs> and ran back on the field. Um, um, we got another person that picked incorrectly. Oh, good. Pause the draft. Not the whole draft. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. Pay attention, Dave. God damn it, Dave. Yeah. Sorry. He said, my bad, fam. Speaking of people we hate, uh, Matt Hasselback coming into this game uh, had actually been pretty good. He yeah, the he's good. the uh, The Seahawks started off pretty hot. This they started off three and zero, and then lost a heartbreaker to the Rams. Um, but there, I think it was mostly on their defense because uh, in the first three games they gave up a combined thirteen points, and then they had the bye week, and then the next three games they averaged almost thirty points per game against. Um, but as part of that, like beginning doing well, Matt Hasselback hadn't thrown an interception in his last 88 attempts coming in, which I think is pretty good. Probably a couple of weeks worth there, right? Maybe start off the season without throwing an interception yet. Um, and then immediately threw two interceptions in four pass attempts in the first quarter. So that went right at the window. This defense was nasty. So. Typical Matt Hasselback, if That's you ask me. It's not typical Matt This defense is typical. Excellent. This is one of the best defenses. All right. If you're going to draft a quarterback in the sixth round, because that's also when Hasselbeck got drafted, who do you pick? Him or Brady? Steve. Dude, the first play was a sack. Hmm? Yeah, it was. And then he had that. Whose fault was it? Willie, who got fooled on the screenplay, tipped it up to Richard. Other way around. Yeah. On like the first drive or the second drive. Yep. This defense was sweet. Yeah. This, this defense oh, was. Taiwa just... interception. Forced by Rodney Harrison's corner blitz, safety blitz, like yep, they're all over the place. But it was just like a lot of, especially in the first half, was just like this Seahawks team looked like they didn't come to play. Like they're making a whole bunch of mistakes. Like you said, that sack was just like a free rush on the first play. Um, and they had they they were moving the ball on offense for the most part. Um, but they had Corin Robinson at this point, who was supposed to be like their weapon. Um, yeah. And I think he probably would have been yeah. if he could catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, even in this game, let's see. He played quite well. Uh, nine catches for 150 yards, uh, but on 13 uh, targets. I mean, that's actually decent, but, like, he was not. Except I mean, he, he came out of Michigan. He's All 13 of those targets hit him directly in between the numbers. And yeah, he dropped Matt four Hasselbeck of them. is good is what we're saying, right? Hmm. No, he doesn't throw a catchable oh, ball. Apparently. What's it going to be? Either Matt Hasselbeck sucks or the receiver sucks. You got to take one <laughs> position. You can't be on both. Oh, Andy's he's it's weaving a tangled web here. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of throwing a catchable it's ball, both. Steve? Hit him in the hands. That means the quarterback sucks, but he dropped it because that means the receiver sucks. It's both. Just because he can hit a guy in the chest doesn't mean nothing. You're fucking idiot, Andy. <laughs> He had one decent season, Corin Robinson, 78 catches for 1240. That's pretty good. Which season was that? 2002. Oh, so a couple years before this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he went pretty steadily downhill after that. Mm. That feels right. By the way, I made a boo-boo. Remember George Kittle? Yeah. My keeper was Darren Waller. I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. Dummy. If they had just let me have my keeper to start with, I would have remembered that. Dummy. Oh, my God. I hate this league, and I hate fantasy. That's why I don't play anymore. I'll just put him in the flex, double tight end. I'm, I'm the yep. Patriots. Right <laughs> You're running that 12 <laughs> personnel. <laughs> guys trade him, too. Yeah. Love it. Trade him for a king's ransom. Everybody needs a tight end. Because mm, there's only still out there. three good ones out there. Oh yeah, see, pick them all up, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What else? Um, Tom Brady. Should we talk about Sean Alexander? Yes, that's why I said Tom Brady. Pause because <laughs> I want to talk about Sean Alexander. We always talk about Tom Brady. Let's talk about the other team. Well, Tom Brady took some lumps in this game. I don't, don't care. Let's talk about decisions. the other <laughs> I don't care. Uh, yeah, he got his chin strap knocked off, right? Did he? Well, he split his chin open again from having... He had... Um, he got roughed up the week before and had stitches in it, and he popped the stitches in his chin, scrambling mm-hmm. and getting... He got lit up 
and he fumbled it. Did you see his chin strap come off? They showed it on primetime. Uh, his whole his helmet, helmet popped off. Yeah, his yeah. helmet popped off, but then the chin strap broke off the helmet. Holy shit. And went like flying five yards off I mean, the helmet. Yeah, <laughs> it was brutal. It's yeah. like the Nate Clements hit from the Buffalo uh-huh. game. That but I think this one was worse. It's like that, but worse. He could, yeah. he could sandwich. He gets like the high-low sandwich. Yeah, and blindsided by the guy that, that hit him high. Yeah. Do you think rough. it was a dirty hit? I mean, no, he, no, 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 no. Yeah, he was That's going Tom for Brady first down, just yeah. trying to go for the first down instead of yeah. sliding it. He, yeah, Tom Brady running like a wounded, especially uh, that time of the NFL. Like, of course, yeah. he's gonna get blasted. Yeah, but that dude, he was a defensive end, came trucking around from the other side and legit launched himself shoulder height. He was like parallel coming in there. Yes, fuck yeah. That might be the hardest hit I've ever seen Brady take. Well, yes, I think I think you're probably right. His head, nice. his helmet goes flying off. He fumbles the ball. Yeah, that was bad. They recover it. They go three and out because our defense <laughs> is amazing. Right. Tom Brady gets it back. Throws the interception immediately because he still can't yeah. see straight. Probably. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I would, I would imagine he's still yeah. struggling. He is all day on that pick, too. He's just standing there patting the ball, patting the ball, patting the ball. Yeah. Throws a dumb pick. Yeah. Throws it right at the, the linebacker. Yeah. It was a kind of a, a game of two halves in this one where the Patriots like didn't punt in the first half and then didn't score really until right at the end in the second half. But I mean, it didn't matter because they that had built up a there. 20 to six lead. So. Yeah. That little sequence there got Seattle back into it. Final right. was 30 to 20, but but it was that eight. yeah, it was uh it was actually pretty close until the, they were only down by three by the end of it. Um Seahawks were it was uh yes 23 20 and they had kind of like scraped in back game. in, yeah. And so I feel like because they even the, the commentators were touching on the fact that like yeah, the Patriots have like they've they've won 19 in a row coming into this. But their average margin of victory was nine points, so they're not blowing anybody out. And they posted a um, a little uh, Chevron thing, and it was a 19 game win streak, ten wins by eight points or less. They were they trailed or were tied in the fourth quarter in eight of those games, and two of the wins were in overtime. So it wasn't like some hugely dominated thing. They just figured out how to pull games out in the end, which is exactly what happened here. Like they built up a big lead at halftime and then Seahawks clawed their way back into it. And so the Pats are only up by three and it's, they got the ball back with three minutes left. The Patriots did up by three and they They just throw it on first down incomplete. Yep. Run it straight up the middle for two yards on second down timeout Seattle. Yep. And then what happens third down and seven. Yep. And Tom Brady rolls out to his left on the next play, designed rollout to the left, to the opposite side of like the way he would throw it normally. So he's throwing against his body and only chucks it like 50 yards on a rope to a diving Bethel Johnson for a first down at the 25-yard line. Who had not played last week because his attitude wasn't good enough and he didn't even dress. Right, because uh, the Patriots are also without um, Dion Branch and Troy Brown in these past few weeks. Yep. So they're dressing uh, literally the number one wide receiver on this team right now, David Patton. Yeah, yeah he so was. It's kind of all they had. And David Patton had a, a couple of nice catches, but that's like all there, there was available to Brady. Inside three minutes, his first target, his only catch. Yeah. 48 yards. Yeah. On a third and seven from your own yeah. 30. Right, yeah, yeah, thirty something. Just they just bombed it down there. What an awesome play! It was awesome fantastic. play call. Yeah, it was so good. They got him so hard on the run fake to it, and it's just like Bethel versus some guy who's just not as fast. Yeah, the deep safety. You could see the fear in his eyes as soon as he saw what was happening. Um, oh. Then two plays later, Corey Dillon running in for his second touchdown of the game, and that was the play I believe they said that put him over 100 yards for the game too. So he finished with 105 and two touchdowns. Not too bad. He had a sweet Gronk spike on that touchdown. Yes, he did. He was super excited. 
You know, it was also excited. Brady was fucking all yeah. up in his grill. Yeah. Up in his grill. Yeah. Awesome. And they showed a nice little replay of that bomb to uh, Bethel of Daniel mm. Graham with a little cleanup block. Keeping the yeah. Clean. Daniel Graham, he actually had um, a couple of good plays here because he bailed him out on another third, long third down too. Um, that I think was... Oh, yeah, that, that was again in the fourth quarter. Um, it was a, a like a 20-yard play to Graham on third and 10, mm-hmm. which is ended in a, in the field goal. So those two catches result in the 10 points that the Patriots won by. How about that? Uh, what else? In your fantasy league, Greg. Yeah, you should draft Corey Dillon, Greg. I drafted I had some, like, Juju. weird Patriots names that I saw, and I was like, who the fuck are them? Which guy? Who the fuck are them? I can think of one. Well, who you got? Abdullah? Yes. Yeah, I knew he'd be one. Rob, Robbie? Robbie, yeah. R-A-B-I-H. Robbie Abdullah. Abdullah. Who is the other one? He has, this season, I looked it up, his 13 carries for 13 yards and one touchdown. Who, Abdullah? Yeah, he yeah. had a touchdown a couple of weeks ago, I think. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Is his only catch of the season in this game. Yeah. And it wasn't the other was a Patriots number 10. And I'm, you know, I, I just have my eyes out for number 10 now, you know? Right, right, right. Uh it's recent news. Casper with a K. Oh yeah. Um, he was a street free agent that they picked up because um the Patriots were so thin at wide receiver. I, I think it was last week when they sat. Bethel, they literally picked this guy up and started him in instead. And he was like, wasn't on the team on Thursday and was starting on Sunday. And so you could tell he didn't actually know like what routes he's supposed to be running. Cause oh, you know, it's Tom Brady's. Well, I thought he was a quarterback. No, I don't think so. I think he's uh he was a street free agent wide receiver. Wow. That played a little bit the week before, and uh, that's probably it. <laughs> well, I don't think we'll he see has, uh three kick returns this year for 61 yards. Oh, all right. That's a pretty good average. He has no catches in three targets. Yeah. Yeah. I think all three targets came last week. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you'll see much of him again. Uh, another thing of note in this game, Greg Brown, this one's for you. Ty Law got his 36th interception of his career, which ties him with Raymond Claiborne for first on the Pats all time. Yeah, was, it a, was it a nice one? I, it wasn't in the highlight pack. It was a diving grab. It was, it was. pretty it slick. It was a lot of Rodney on the blitz. Yeah, the throw was early. Yeah. It was one of those ones where, you know, it's Ty Law running the route for the wide receiver. Like before mm-hmm. the receiver makes the cut, he's already cutting. And he dove in front of him and the receiver didn't come back to like try to break it up or anything, but it was a nice one. He almost had a second one in this game um, where he did the exact same thing and ran the route and the receiver stopped, yeah. uh, but he just like couldn't couldn't bring it in. That one would have been an awesome pick. Yeah, that would have been a ran great. that route for the receiver better than the receiver uh, ran it. Uh, did you catch uh, Ross? Speaking of Rodney Harrison, they made uh, comments on the two point conversion the Seahawks did to pull it within three. Where uh, Matt Hasselbach says that um, Rodney Harrison is the dirtiest player in the league. Everybody's- and the reason they brought that up was on the two point conversion, there was a flag. And then I saw the referee do uh, the roughing the passer motion. I'm like, oh, that's got to be Rodney. And then they announced that it was roughing the passer number 37 defense. I'm like, of course it was Rodney because that's the, the exact type of penalty that Rodney Harrison gets. Yes. A roughing the I mean, passer on two point conversion. He, I mean, I'm somewhat deserving. What do they do there? Do they just replay it? No, uh, it got added to the kickoff. So that and oh, the yeah. Seahawks just kicked it out of the back of the end zone. So fucking whatever. If they missed it. They probably would have replayed it. Right. Um, but did, but you, yeah, did you see that where, uh, Corden Robinson makes the catch finally because he drops a couple early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he makes one and <laughs> dude legit catches it and just spins it on the ground, just yep. like just stoked because he finally fucking caught one. Yeah. And Harrison happened to be standing there and the ball spun through his feet. Yep. And he happens to be standing next to an official and he's just like, What's up? What's up, yeah. official? Come on. 
I was at not taunting, so they called taunting on him. <laughs> yeah, they called taunting on Cora Robinson. <laughs> he, gets his, he finally gets like a 20-yard catch and then gets a negative 15-yard catch. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was taunting real. was a thing back in this day? This is like the when it first, first. Just barely. Uh, yeah. Wow. I just, thought it was like, way more Manipulating the officials to get a fucking taunting call. Yeah. It was not taunting at all. Not even close to taunting. This is a That's perfect worst segue. rule ever. Oh, yeah. ever. I hate oh, it's going to be terrible this year, too. Yeah. Taunting? That's taunting. what we're concerned about? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, get real. These are all grown men. Nope. Not CTE. We're worried about oh, Yeah. He hurt my feelings because he <laughs> celebrated too much. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about? <sighs> I mean, I like the targeting rule in college and, like, the ejection. Yes. Baby. love the like, targeting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you protect people's heads. Yeah. yeah, spinning a ball at someone's feet. Leads to like people taking heads off, you know. Yeah, yeah all right, Greg. Good. We never get it with like fights aren't an issue in the NFL, right? Yeah. So they're, they're solving a problem that doesn't exist because I would imagine that's why that's there is to stop like fights. Maybe that's why Greg. it doesn't exist though. That's why there is no, no way. This might be the thing I agree no with way. you the most. Yep. Flag for Donald. This is the thing I agree with you the most. I can't agree with you more. All right. Well, how Thank about you, this Steve. one, Eve? What like about it. <laughs> what about this one? This is a penalty they called. Shut up, Andy. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tune in next week to see how much of a blubbering little bitch Greg is <laughs> on the Patriots Dynasty podcast. You need so, to cut off the Dynasty podcast to make it a better drop. You know. All right. I have some other ideas about that clip, but that clip has that legs. That thing has legs. Yep. Yeah. This is the rough, the rough start of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, the rough draft. All but right. they uh fuck, we're doing referees now, so fuck you, Steve. Uh they called I have no referee notes, Andy. So go I ahead. I got one. This is a big one. This is all caps, baby. Uh, you know when uh an offensive player like false starts, and so the defensive player goes and just shoves them to make sure the play yeah, is over. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so Colvin did that. And they called him for unnecessary roughness. Oh, he did dump the dude on his ass, sort of intentionally. He, he pushed call, him. And then he kept going and then just dumped the dude. He didn't. Him. He just pushed him. It was That was a soft call. I don't Even Chris Collinsworth was like, I've never seen that before. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth was saying it was deserved, though. Soft call. That's because Chris Collinsworth is soft, though. Oh, Andy. Andy, Andy. Andy, Andy. Andy, Pandy. What else? All right, should I should I pick up Sony Michelle here? Yes, round round eight. Hey, yeah, go ahead. He, you know what he showed this year is be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. The Rams are going to use that a lot. He's the he's the top top rated running back left. It's like Snag him. James Conner, AJ no. Dillon, Kenyon no. Drake. No. These are all fucking bombs. Yeah, Sony yeah. is going to have a lot of. I might pick up ball. Sony here. Get him. I never that. thought I would say that. I nope. might draft Sony. <laughs> I'm in a Sony yeah. stand my whole life. That's because he's not on the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Don't draft. Well, you've he's also gonna, already drafted a Patriots running back, too. So I always said if already. Sony could catch the ball, he'd be. No. I did, well, I actually, when the he thing was in I there, had... you knew it was a run. That was but, his problem. And put him in. They spent the first round pick on him. Like I would have had way more patience for him if he was like a third or fourth round pick. But to draft a running back in the first round, they need to be a stud. And he just wasn't a stud. It wasn't that first season. He was decent. Exactly what they needed. He was decent to win the Super Bowl. Yards you needed, but that he gave them that Super Bowl in the playoffs. But you can find those players on the side of the street, dude. Still, I don't know. I would pay a first round pick for a Super Bowl win. Would you? Yeah. That's exact. And also, I think it was like, a bad draft. You can say he helped the team win and say it wasn't a great value pick for where they picked him, right? Sure. Can we say that? Yeah. All right. That's because all I'm saying. I was gonna say Chubb was right the other the other back in that backfield and widely regarded as the better of the two. And we went against the grain and picked Sony over Chubb. But that's because they uh had issues with Chubb's um blitz pickup. Which is a big part of the Pages offense, and so the, for the fact that Sony Michelle, who when's the last time you've seen a rookie running back the start reason. in a New England Patriots offense, uh, you haven't. So there's a reason for that, and so uh, they actually picked up the perfect guy for their offense, so it worked out fine. And also they're picking at number 32, which I would argue isn't offense, even that maybe. much of a first round pick. He's not even borderline second guy round for anyway. Offense. What? Because the best the best back in the Pages offense, which we really haven't ever seen is someone who can catch the ball and run the ball in between tackles. You know, like Sony, when he was like, there, it was clearly a run. 
And when James White is in there, it's clearly a pass. Like, so they, they, just, they told you what they're going to do, but just by their personnel packages. And I always thought if Sony could catch the ball, he'd be really good. And I feel the same way about Damian Harris. If Damian Harris can start grabbing some balls at the backfield, he'd be really good. And that's why I'm super duper high on Stevenson because he did a lot of that in college. Ramondre. I'm high on him because I love his name. Mm. Yeah. In. Ramondre Stevenson. Like Garrett Blunt. He's like Garrett Blunt that can catch balls out the backfield. I think he's he's looked way better. Like, any, like have you Steven seen his highlight balls. film? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you're fucking kidding me. Dude, the, you... <laughs> <laughs> very naughty. What happened? Was somebody uh, uh, a naughty boy? Someone picked a player they shouldn't have picked. Yeah, and then I picked Sony Michelle. They rolled the draft back. They paused it, and then that person <laughs> went back and picked Sony Michelle. Oh, <laughs> no. party foul! Yeah. That's a party foul. This foe. can't be. This can't be legal. Yeah. <laughs> How did right, they so not while, figure out the keeper thing? While Greg is um, is writing the wrongs of of history, mm. <laughs> Steve, give me some uh, give me some other stuff. You want to give this game worse? Yeah, give me all right. Yeah, give me your best and worst. It's about time for that. I have I have a worst. Okay. And you're gonna love this worst, Andy. Is it Matt Hasselback related? No, hasn't <laughs> it is uh, maybe I don't remember. All right. It, all right. It, it's tangentially related to Matt okay. Hasselback. It's a commentator quote. Oh several commentator quotes, actually. Okay. I'm listening. And this it's right like my roughing, wheelhouse. It's like a softish roughing the passer penalty. Mm-hmm. And they say, this is what Collinsworth. Oh, this. Hickman, and uh, who's the other? The other oh, day. I wrote it down. Play by play guy. Oh, Stockton. Oh, Dick Stockton is the worst. He's terrible. And they say, you got to keep those quarterbacks in their dresses. Yeah. So they insinuate that quarterbacks. I guess cross-dress or our little bitches or, or women, basically. Yeah. Women yeah. and therefore soft. Yeah. And they have to call those penalties more aggressively, which, you know, it was a clear roughing the passer penalty in today's yeah. day and age. Oh, it was then, Brady got ragdolled like three seconds after the play. I remember that. And then Stockton chimes in tight dresses at that. <laughs> he doubles down with not only you gotta keep him in dresses, yeah. but Tight dresses. He wants to see Tom Brady's booty pop. What the? Dude, that is just, if that has happened in this day and age, oh my God. What do you think mom thinks of that? Very naughty. Oh. Yeah, mom. Sometimes a naughty boy. Yeah. She's going to write Dick Stockton a fucking angry letter. <laughs> a strongly worded letter. Dear Dick, I feel like it got worse too. It got worse too, I feel like, because I, I was going to write it down, but they kept on going. I'm like, they, I, I'm they were on it this. for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was it was rough. And it was like the point where like okay, it was should have ended, and then like the next play was starting, so you thought it was gonna end, and then yeah. like the next play snapped, and he said, Oh, tight dresses at that, and you're like, Oh my god. Yeah, we're still you're on this. You're it still was, on it. Yeah, not something you could uh, get away with today without getting being canceled. Oh. <laughs> All right. You want my uh big plus? Well, my best is Greg is left. Yeah. <laughs> god. I don't think it was on purpose. Technology issues. You know how he works. Perfect. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Tune in next week to see how much of a blubbering little bitch Greg is on the Patriots Dynasty podcast. He gets so upset from his fantasy draft, he just fucking... Yeah, exactly. He's a blubbery little bitch. Uh, All right, what's your best? Give me your best. Also a commentator. Ooh. Yeah, you like that? All right. I'm sensing the theme. He, uh, it's Collinsworth talking about Corey Dillon. Mm. And he says he gives this offense the physical presence the defense has always had. Ooh. And I was like, because it's right after his like That's not bad. game clinching, you know, yeah. touchdown run after they hit that big bomb to fucking mm-hmm. uh yeah, as soon as they hit Johnson. that, all they just they just started feeding Corey Dillon. Yeah, so they 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 get inside the 12 and they just give it to Corey Dillon and he just takes yeah. it all the way in. And he's so right, like that, like you know, watching these games over again and like the defense has just been absolutely beast. And then Corey Dillon comes in and he is 
yeah. you're almost like watching prime Corey Dillon back then to get appreciation for how much oh how physical God. he is. He just fucking runs yeah. through people. And it's one of those backs that get stronger as the game goes on. Like it's all those cliches about, but he's back. so fast too. Yeah. But he does. He just like, he doesn't really try to avoid anybody. Every once in a while he'll do a juke and you'd be like, Holy mm-hmm. shit. Where'd that come from? But I, I like, I wrote on here, like my one note for Corey Dillon was that he's running heavy. Cause that's what it feels like. He, he just like six guys miss on like a one yard run too. Yeah, exactly. But he runs like, like, like he's a fucking... from the one he gets three yards sort of thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even from the one yard line, he's still picking up those three yards. Yeah. Cause he does. He runs like he's a fucking cement mixer. It's it makes awesome. you think that like it, it could have been cooler if he'd been there for a long time. A long oh my time, God. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But even this season is worth it. Whatever oh, it really him, is totally worth it because he's been a beast. Yep. And I don't know if you caught this at the beginning of the game, but uh, he did all that on uh, a bad foot. He no, came into the game with a foot, and they weren't even sure he was going to play. And all I did was run for 100 yards and just like absolutely turned men into like mountains of puddles. I mean, when, the, when push came to shove, they gave it to him and he fucking just pounded in a couple of yep. times. Did what he needed to do. Love it. Yep. And look strong doing it. All right, my best in this game, Dan Klecko. Uh, stretch, Andy. Defensive tackle, Dan Klecko, lining up in fullback, leading the way for Corey Dill on both his touchdown runs, and also making a catch out of the backfield on third down to convert the uh, third down. Did you catch that? What happened to him? He could have been like a beast. Yeah, I feel, I don't know. I, well, you know what happened is he's a, he's a nose tackle, right? Yeah. And then they drafted... Vince. Vince Wilfork. <laughs> Were you ever going to start no, in front of that? No. He's I'm like super. Say, no. He's pretty athletic. And I feel like he never caught on anywhere else either. Yeah. Where did he go? I feel like I remember because I thought he was a local you know, he was boy like a too. guy or something. He was like a Matt Hasselbeck style. Yeah. He oh, went to, he went to England. So you got to like him. He was born in New Jersey, went to Temple. No. Uh, you know, his dad played for the Pats then? Yeah. It could have been something like that. Yeah. Something uh, like that. Yeah, so he played three years in New England, two years in Indy, and then one in Philly. But I mean, he was like athletic for a big boy. Didn't really start any of those games. <laughs> oh, there's a text from Greg. My internet died. <laughs> uh, so while I'm doing my best and worst, would you mind texting him that he's a blubbery little bitch? <laughs> well, I'll send that to him. <laughs> Don't I know it? So yeah, so my best was a Dan Klecko um, third down conversion reception because that's amazing. Uh, let's see. What is my worst in this game? I think my worst is uh, the politics going on. I don't know if you saw the the P, the sign that people had that was uh, oh, it was a bed one. sheet and it said election 2004 and it had the check boxes the Bush Kerry, and then underneath it was Belichick with the Belichick box checked. I'm like, you oh, like if that. only you know how bad it's going to get mm. in this election cycle. Well, did they punch it through? Was the Chad hanging? That's a real question. Hey, oh, uh, like that? No, it was just a checkbox. Yeah, that was a good one though. Um, Wait, that that so. was your. I had a, I had another best. You did. Mm. I mean, is it the fact that the pages have set an official record by? Um, the all-time regular season win consecutive win streak? Nope. Or is your worst the fact that they uh, consider the the 33, 34 Bears to actually hold that record before nope. the Patriots? It's not that. Because that's garbage. It's, it's, this, like it's this, uh, this sequence here. This se- Okay, give me the sequence. 12 seconds left. Yeah. First and goal from the four. Yeah. Offsides, Brable. Yeah. First and goal from the two. Incomplete, 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 <laughs> fourth down, max strong at the middle, no gain. <laughs> the yep. Patriots, like they, they, yeah, I don't know. You could see like after they stuffed that guy on it, like, yeah. like Rodney was just going buck wild, like, but that, yeah, they was stoked. Like you could tell, like, this, there's so much pride in this defense. Again, like, yeah. this defense is so good. Yeah. And we've seen this before, remember, against the Bills. Against Drew, Drew Bledsoe and the Bills when the Bills yeah. are trying for that garbage time touchdown and it's a red zone stop and they come up and, and stop them. 
That's a or even that a uh, nothing game. Or, exactly. I was going to say that 31, nothing game where like they put a the random week five game yeah. where even if they score, you have a 10 point lead and there's yeah. literally four seconds left. Yeah. doesn't matter actually, but, but it to matters them it does. to like Rodney Harrison yeah. and Mike Vrabel and Teddy Bruschi and Richard Seymour. And they just tie laws on that tackle. And they, yeah, they rise to the occasion and they're just like, let's go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, that's the swagger you need, right? That's that the swagger we hope to see this year. To the, to the Super Bowl this year. That attitude. Yeah. Defense and, and always stepping up. Hopefully, and that's what we'll see this year. In the preview. Defense. I mean, Don McNabb had a chance to win it. Mm-hmm. What happened? Couldn't get it done. Nope. What a surprise. So, next week, Steve, on this Patriots Dynasty podcast. Who is it? I don't know. The New York Jets. Who won again in this week? Oh yeah, isn't it like aren't the Jets real good this year? The Jets are undefeated to start the season, five Who's and zero. Quarterback? Anything? I think it might be. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's still Pennington without. Uh, this is him coming back from his his hand injury from the fourth preseason game last year, right? I think so. Is this pre or post shoulder issues? I wonder. He I'm sure we'll find that. out this next is, week. But it is Chad Pennington starting. Him getting fucked up in the fourth preseason game. That's right. Maybe my favorite Jet story of all time. It's pretty good. I mean, it's up there with the butt fumble, I think. I think butt fumble, you can't top the butt fumble and just how that no, game I mean, went. the butt fumble is, it's really Mark Sanchez's fault. But and the whole everybody, game, though. Everybody who put him in position to make that play, yeah. their fault too. But the whole Chad Pennington... That is not his fault. That is solely on the Jets as an organization's fault. Maybe. That's why I love it because they had a good quarterback and they just ruined him by playing him in the fourth preseason game. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I just I just love it. It's so Jets. It's fantastic. Yep. And they're going to do the same thing with Zach Wilson. They're going to ruin him too, imagine. just like they did Sarm Darnold. I mean, that's kind of what they do, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you can go back and name all the quarterbacks. They're so dysfunctional. Ruined. They just take talent and ruin it. Yeah. yeah. That's just their MO. And I love it. I love mm-hmm. every second of it. <laughs> you really do. I, do. I can see it in your eyes. Like this yeah. is, this isn't for radio or anything. Like this is, this is how you actually feel. Yes. Yep. I, I hear you. All right. So yeah. So next week, the, oh, it's at home. So the New York Jets will be traveling to Gillette Stadium. The five and zero New York Jets, Jets the five and zero New England Patriots. Ooh. We'll see how this goes. Next I week, what, I wonder what'll happen. I don't know. Tune in next week to see how much of a blubbering little bitch Greg is <laughs> on the Patriots Dynasty podcast. <laughs> so until then, yes, we will see you later. See you later. <laughs>